Hi, welcome to True Creeps, where the stories are true and the creeps are real. We'll cover stories from grotesque gore to the possibly plausible paranormal, to horrifying history, to tense and terrible true crime, and everything else that goes bump in the night. We're your hosts, Amanda, and I'm Lindsay, and we want you to join us while we creep. We cover mature topics. Listener discretion is advised. Hello, everyone. Today, we are going to be talking about one of our favorite topics ever, spooky places. We really also just specifically like a haunted hotel as well. We do. We absolutely do. Because we can visit, right? And so we're thinking of maybe finally starting our series that we've hinted towards of spooky travel. I'm very excited. (laughs) So our spooky travels today take us a little outside of Kansas City to a place called the Elms Hotel and Spa. And this place lands on many, many lists of most haunted places throughout the U.S. and in Missouri. So as always, let's start with the history of the hotel. What's going on there? Why is it so spooky? This one left me with more questions than usual, because a lot of our histories give us some detail of like why these ghosts are here. And this one kind of did the opposite (laughs) for me. (laughs) What's going on there? Yeah, there's really not a ton of like why here. I mean, we get to one why, but it's it's not sparkly. Normally, we're like, right. this terrible thing happened versus like construction materials. Yes, yes. So while looking at this one, too, it really, really reminded me of when we talked about the Crescent Hotel in Arkansas, the beginnings of it. Definitely. So in 1880, Travis Mellion was a local farmer in the area, and his daughter, Opal, got really, really sick with a form of tuberculosis. And as we've recently discussed in our Elena story, it was pretty much a death sentence around this time. Travis then asked locals and anyone he could, how can I help my daughter? And what he was told was to take her to the river because it had some healing properties. He had Opal drink and bathe in the spring water for weeks. People really do love a magic lake, don't they? Or river or whatever. They really, really do. Well, this one actually cured her. So after a few weeks, she somehow got better and was cured. Opal's recovery brought hope to many other people for various ailments, and they all flocked to the area. I saw people that had come for things like bad joints or achy joints, while others had severe wounds. Some were even caused by possibly the Civil War, which we know ended before this, but they had residual things, or accidents that had happened that left big wounds, and they'd come to this river. Additional springs were discovered, and thousands came to find cures. Two of the men, a pastor named John Van Buren Flack, and a landowner named Anthony Wyman, saw how popular this area was becoming and decided to develop the land. I have no reason for saying this, but someone with the name John Van Buren Flack absolutely would build a hotel where the magic springs are. There's no reason. It's just, I think it's the four-word name. Yeah. You know, once you add a van in there, I absolutely know you're about to build a hotel or something bougie. (laughs) Okay, yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. If you want to hear more of our banter about what our last names would be and what the internet will show you, just listen after the outro because we've got got tangents aplenty there. We certainly do, always. But continuing on. Okay, so going back to this magic water... The two men decided that they would form Excelsior Springs, and it became the health treatment destination. Ooh. 
So as more and more people came to visit, the area became more developed. And in 1888, the original Elms Hotel was built. And just like the Crescent Hotel, people would travel and stay there to be close to the water. The hotel even offered mineral water baths. And now we're just going to go into a very weird string of things that keep fucking happening, which I'm like, why? why? (laughs) It's just, I don't know. I don't know. Real flammable, this water area. So the year after it was built, on May 9th in 1898, a fire burned the entire hotel down. Fortunately, no one got hurt, but it was completely destroyed. So the second Elms Hotel was built in 1908 and opened on July 31st of 1909. But then again, it burned down on October 30th of 1910. Yikes. The luck. It's not good luck. It's not good. No. So, okay. Third time's a charm. They built it again and it opened on September 7th of 1912. And this time it was constructed with limestone. And we've discussed it before, but limestone, oh no, limestone is believed to have the ability to absorb and release energies and that's why a lot of people in the paranormal community think that there's more activity when there's limestone present or in the construction of general places but specifically here that's the theory we're working with is that it's built with limestone yes sure again construction materials are the root here so the hotel thrived until the great depression And in 1931, they ended up filing for bankruptcy. But luckily, a new owner bought it and they turned it around in the 30s. And it actually attracted some well-known guests, including Al Capone, Charles Pretty Boy Floyd, and Bugs Moran. The hotel's website even said that they hosted things like illegal gambling and bathtub gin parties. I want to specify that they aren't saying that they, like, it's not like they had a website in 1930 and they were like, we have illegal gambling and bathtub gin parties. (laughs) It's like the current website has historical information you know Correct. but i love the idea of like a website it's like we have illegal gambling here <laughs> come uh, hang out <laughs> yeah and i don't think it all happened together because i'm pretty sure some of them were enemies but yeah 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 for sure for sure also bathtub gin does not sound like a beverage i want i don't like gin generally but especially bathtub gin i didn't know what it meant and so i was trying to look it oh, up really? and I, apparently the bottles wouldn't fit in sinks so they do it in bathtubs so that they could fill them better i'm like mm-hmm. Okay. (laughs) Okay, sure. Gross either way. So Capone was there so often that he had his own suite. And even the governor of Missouri hosted a cocktail party there, and it was busted by the police. During Prohibition, it sounds like law enforcement came there often to break up parties. And it was also a speakeasy, which is one of the reasons it attracted some of the crowds that it did. In addition, there were other big names like Jack Dempsey, players from the New York Giants, and even Harry S. Truman stayed there in 1948 during the election. So it attracted a lot of people, but on both sides of the law, right? Yeah. I mean, look, everybody loves magic water and illegal alcohol. It's true. Name someone who doesn't. You can't. <laughs> you can't. Not <laughs> <laughs> a new shirt. no context you can't (laughs) okay so we were just designing our new website with our shirts and stuff today so it's fresh it's fresh fresh so the hotel like many others changed hands over the years it was closed for eight years in the 70s and at one point some of the hotel was converted into condos and then it went through another bankruptcy so a lot has happened during this time if there was a hotel that was like largely abandoned because it wasn't doing well 
Would you want to live in a room upstairs? No. But it kind of reminds me of the Cecil, right? Like, they'd rent it out at times. It reminds me of the Cecil, but like, yeah, because the Cecil had a very strange hotel and apartments permanent-ish living place because i don't think they were like year lease apartments i think they were like monthly apartment more things or it was like extended stay before extended stay was a thing i don't know yeah just strange but just like it doesn't sound like a place i want to be no i mean it was pretty like an old 70s hotel where no one's staying the magic water amenities are great maybe they were ghost hunting too you don't know maybe so it went through a number of renovations too. It went through one that was about sixteen million in the nineties, then another twenty million dollar renovation in twenty eleven, and then again after being purchased in twenty eighteen, they began another multi million dollar renovation. Before we move on, though, I do want to say the hotel. Looking at it, it is worth all those renovations. Like it's stunning. Yes, it has a cool sign on the top. It's got like a spooky vibe, but it also looks like it should be in like a German village. It's very cute. It is. It is. I want to go to there. And perhaps we will soon. Perhaps we will. So now that we know the history and that there was a lot that changed throughout the years, let's talk about our favorite topic, the ghosts. We tried to lump a few of these stories together when it's known exactly where in the hotel it happened, while others we didn't really have an exact location. So we'll talk about those separately. Looking at the hotel at night, though, it's my favorite, and it gives off the creepiest of vibes. It is spooky, but it's like a place I do really want to go. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So the ghosts are known to be overall pretty friendly for the most part. <laughs> There's a few in here where I'm like, that doesn't sound very friendly. But overall, they're friendly. But do they get face massages? I mean, I don't know. No one's we'll, reported we'll it yet. It, it says Anne Spa. We'll find That's out. That's the Anne Spa. <laughs> we're gonna go and lizzie's gonna just keep yelling where's the spa where's the and spa <laughs> they're like ma'am over there and she's like no i want ghost hands on my face stat <laughs> oh, they're like man. please remove her from our premises <laughs> is she well <laughs> yeah the limestone's just getting to her <laughs> They're like, oh, okay, that happens. That happens. Typical, typical. Okay. <laughs> it holds energy. <laughs> Sometimes releases it. <laughs> Look, looking at these guest rooms, by the way, this mirror absolutely looks like one where hands would come out and massage you. <laughs> She's trying to pick our room already. So let's go to the lap pool first. Perfect. And this is actually where the speakeasy used to be. It's believed that a gambler was shot to death during a game in the corner of the room. And staff have seen his spirit still sitting in that exact spot. There are some other reports, too, that they've seen a boy that's maybe about five years old in that area, possibly in the water. And employees have noticed that occasionally they'll walk in the room when it's empty and there'll be random ripples in the water when no one's in the pool. Hmm. Now... Let's move on to the third floor. Lindsay's going to absolutely hate this. But people have reported seeing a maid in 1920s era clothes still working. You know I hate this. You know I do. Honey, sweetie, they're not paying you anymore. Get a journal. It's time to move on. When we go, can you speak with her, Lindsay? Oh my god, I will. I'm going to speak to all these ghosts. That's her ghost therapist. Every single one. I'm going to wear a ghost therapist t-shirt so they know who I'm there for and we'll have some chats. (laughs) Perfect. Love it. So some people report having seen a woman who was in a, quote, distressed state 
when they see her in the hallways and rumors are that she lost her baby. And I'm not really sure how those reports have gone because it sounds terrifying, but she's reported by guests that when they've seen her or encountered her, she has pulled hair and even thrown objects. And some have reported seeing a child. Look, when we were like doing these notes, I don't know why this just hit different. I think I might be officially done with the all ghost women are crying and distressed about a baby. I think I might be over it. Look, the year is 2023. Ghosts can be upset about more than children. Humans can be distressed for so many reasons. So why is it that women in ghost stories are just always so sad and they're longing over some loser who doesn't love them or like a supposed lost child when there's like no evidence of that? Perhaps that ghost child is someone else's ghost child. Why does it have to be the distressed woman? Why are we assuming that she's just sad over that baby? There's so many things to be upset about. Like, we could be mad about, like, rolling back protections for everyone. We could be mad about the fact that you can try to overthrow an election and somehow be part of the fucking presidential race. You could be mad about the fact that we aren't investigating disappearances of women of color, especially trans women. The fact that wealthy people can have so much money that they can never spend it, but we have people who don't have fucking homes. These are all things that a ghost could be mad about, right? We're all mad about them. And there's more things than just, perhaps she's sad about her baby. Not saying that that's not a thing to be sad about. It's just like, why can't we have feminism in ghosts is what I'm saying here. It just makes me really mad. I want to read that story, though. And the woman who walked down the hallway upset about insert one of those horrible things to be upset about (laughs) that's what i want to hear i want to hear about like ghosts who are just honestly really disappointed in us as a society that's what i want to hear i want to hear them being like you know what you get your shit together so i can move on because i fucking did all these things so that you had these rights and now they're gone look what's look what's happened here (laughs) look what you've done proving ghosts and she just shakes her head at you (laughs) yeah (laughs) and she's in the supreme court you're picking up what I'm putting down here. I am. But, I am. You know, th- no, that, that that's what I want to hear. I want to hear ghosts who are upset about real things and not like lovers or babies because like men get to be like, they were part of a shootout. They played, they played an under game, an underground like monopoly game and someone won. He was mad, right? Like they get cool backstories and women are like lovers or babies. I love that they even get an accent too. They did. They did get an accent because it was old timey, you know? Yes. And I mean, this got an accent earlier. It was like, I'm upset about my baby. There was an accent there, too. Again, not saying you couldn't be upset about that or to trivialize that sadness. It's like, that's what all ghost stories about women are typically about. I don't know. I'm annoyed by it. Anyway. I'm going to wander the halls with like 20 dogs. <laughs> lost one of my 20 dogs. <laughs> Do you mean you as a, as a alive person or a dead person? I mean, either way. <laughs> That's how you die. With all the dogs. Probably. No, I've said the way I am going to die is I'm going to be trying to avoid an animal in the road. I've accepted that. That's my death. Don't be surprised. Was it this episode recorded? The la- No, it was the last episode. <laughs> okay. When's the order of these coming out? But Or Amanda's going to be taking care of exotic animals <laughs> in her spare oh, time because yeah. that sounds fun. And that's how she'll die. This is the dumbest joke that I have in my head right now. It's going to be so bad. Are you ready? I'm ready. Guests can also hear various sounds like glass breaking. And perhaps it's the ghost glass fucking ceiling. Because these women are upset about more than babies. (laughs) 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 
I love that you backed up because it's your laugh is going in and out. Oh yeah, well it has to because it's fucking booming. <laughs> You're welcome. You're fucking Perfect. welcome. Okay. Perfect. So people also see adult and child-sized handprints on the walls, and we haven't seen too many details about it, but we're pretty sure that they are appearing as like no one is touching them. They're on like very high windows that people can't reach. And all I can imagine is some poor fucking employees like, okay, I got all of the windows clean. We're good. And then he looks up and there's like fucking child smudges on the window. Yeah. And just <laughs> incredibly upset. Like, God damn it, not again. Not again. So, and again, we've talked about so many spirits wearing old timey clothes. Well, this one does have a modern attired ghost. She's typically seen in the shadows, but it sounds like no one can really get a good look at her. They're just saying that like she's sporting more contemporary clothes. Look, there's no reason for me to go here, but she is emo, correct? Oh, absolutely. She's emo. Right? She's in the shadows. No one understands her. She's got like a heavy side part. Looking for emo Mozart. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I've calculated the precise hour of my death. <laughs> That's what she says when she's yes, walking around. Every time. And they're like, oh, our right, emo girl's over here again. Can you just go get the handprints off that other area? <laughs> Let her be. She doesn't leave handprints. She just leaves like smudged black eyeliner and a and a burned cd and it doesn't come <laughs> off the walls and it, it does not come mm -mm. off and it's uh or just honestly the whole pencil and it's wet and wild but a real old one <laughs> perfect that's why it's so smudgy anyway guests furniture and clothing are also sometimes rearranged and just like apparently the ghosts want it a very certain way sometimes housekeeping will come in they'll place ice buckets and water bottles in their room for guests who are coming in and they'll like leave and come right back in and then they'll see that like everything they put in the room is just upside down and the first time this was reported was in room 352 i would be so fucking mad right don't undo my work yeah like it's just disrespectful is it that that ghost maids like you're bad at your job yeah, you're bad this is at your the way job. that we do it. Yeah, I worked harder in my day, and it's like, maybe you should, again, journal and get the fuck out. You know what? There is a debate over how, like, cups should be placed. I just rolled my eyes at Amanda. <laughs> I just full-on rolled my fucking eyes at Amanda. Have you not had that debate with someone? Oh, oh I have. I have. Up That's why I rolled down. my eyes. <laughs> because Ben's like, it gets dust in it. And I'm like, how long do you think this, like, if the glass is sitting in that cupboard, so long that it's going to get dust do we need to keep it in a cupboard can we put it someplace else maybe that's what they're fighting over is like the people working currently are like this is the way and then the ghost woman's like no we put them upside down how many times do i have to tell you this is how it should look god fucking damn it believe me i've worked here much longer yeah i know a thing or two you know <laughs> real smug about it yeah that's how i imagine it so sometimes some of the guests' items even go missing in their room. I don't like that. No, I'd be pissed. So there is a ghost tour that's available at the hotel. You can book it. It looks like if you go to their front desk. But one of the people who work there, his name is Jay Fanning. And I've seen a couple interviews with him. One was from 2016, and then one was a little bit later than that. And in the interviews, he's gone over several stories, including things that he's witnessed or things that have been reported to him. And one of the things he discussed was that perhaps the springs themselves are creating an electromagnetism below the area and that it's possibly creating some sort of vortex. You know what that tells me? 
They need a vortex, need a vortex bouncer. Yes, they, they certainly do. do. Oh my gosh. So yes, when we go, need. one of us will wear the ghost therapist shirt and one of us needs to make a vortex bouncer, which we've talked about before. We just haven't done it yet. We had a vortex bouncer like low key design, but I don't like it. Here's the problem though. What if you die while you're there and then you're stuck being the vortex bouncer in the t-shirt that lets everybody know? You know what? I would be okay dying in one of our shirts though, instead of like what I'm wearing right now. You know, the irony of wearing a ghost therapist T-shirt and haunting people in that. (laughs) (laughs) Ten ten out of ten. Perfect. Perfect. So let's move into room 422. When Jay was in the room, he walked by a bedroom TV and it turned on by itself. I believe it happened when he first started working there because he started as a maintenance employee. And so he was there fixing something in the bathroom. And then when he walked by the TV again, it turned on again. No. Years later, during a tour, a father and his daughters were like, oh, my gosh. And they told Jay that they had the same thing happen to them when they were in the room. The weirdest part, though, that Jay mentioned was when he first started working there, it was like an older style TV when it happened to him. But the current guests that told him it happened to them as well, they were in there years later when it was replaced with a newer flat TV. So it's not like it was just something wrong with the one particular TV. It's still happening. Yeah. People have also reported hearing their doorknob rattle, but from inside the room, because on the outside, it's the key card thing that doesn't really rattle. I don't like that. Mm-mm. I think door rattle might be my equivalent of moving rocking chair for you. Oh, really? I think so. I think that that gets me like intensely like I'm like shook over here. Ugh. I hit the microphone. I'm very scared. So we're not staying in room 422. <laughs> Well, actually, we might because I was looking at a whole th- situation. We'll talk about the end, but I mean, maybe. Maybe. So the history of this room, though, is pretty sad. In the 70s, a man held his wife hostage in the room, and it ended with him shooting her and then himself. That's really sad. Yeah. So now moving on to another room, room 347. It is reported that two girls at one point during their stay were mocking the ghosts. And when they returned to their room, they got scratched on their backs. The father of one of them actually took a picture to show to Jay, the ghost tour guide, who has also been scratched. Don't like it. I don't like that. And that's where I'm like, what what happened to these friendly ghosts? Yeah. So in addition to all these people, a bellman reported getting scratched in this room as well. He went up to make a delivery and he told other employees that his back felt hot after he made the delivery. Mm hmm. And so when he got back down to the kitchen, they're like, well, let's look at your back. And when they checked, he had a bunch of scratches. All I can picture is like, it's somebody's first day. And they're like, oh, just so you know, sometimes the ghosts get mad at you and scratch you. How quickly would you be like, okay, you don't pay me enough for this. I am scared. (laughs) I gotta go. Do I get hazard pay? (laughs) Yeah. So let's talk about room 500. Furniture, again, is moving around. One guest reported that they left their room, and when they came back, all of the furniture was on top of the bed. This has also happened to housekeeping once in room 352, and that's the one where they kept finding everything upside down. Also, there's a window that's near the fire escape, and people have reported seeing someone looking in through the window, and just absolutely not. Like, the scream (laughs) that would just come from me would be otherworldly. Like, Everyone in the hotel would know about this. They would know something was occurring because I would flip the fuck out. If someone's just staring at you through the window. Oh, absolutely. From like a fire escape? (laughs) No, 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 no. So there's also the tavern. And when it's empty, some people have reported seeing 
people inside. But then when they go to investigate, there's no one there. And people have also seen shadow figures. There's also the library lounge tavern. The stories seem similar, so we're not sure if it's a different area or if there are multiple taverns in the location. When Jay started to work there at the hotel years ago, he would be the one to padlock the doors shut after the tavern closed. And around 2 to 3 a.m., he was outside cleaning the pool area and saw some shadows. So he went back in to see if someone was stealing alcohol, but no one was inside. And this happened several times again after this. Then a bartender named Kristen had a pretty spooky experience. One night she stayed the night there and she was hanging out in the hot tub area. She looked over towards the tavern window to see someone standing looking at her and she assumed it was Jay, so she waved at him. And right after doing that, Jay walked through the other door from where the lap pool was. So like that couldn't have been him. And since this event, she won't be alone in the tavern. So when guests are leaving, She makes sure someone comes in so she's not by herself. And before guests get there, she makes sure someone's there, too. Mm -hmm. Also, some people have reported seeing a man in a white suit come from the bookshelves. Kristen even saw him once. This only makes me think of Colonel Sanders. And I don't know why. (laughs) This sounds spooky. I'm just like, do you have chicken for me? You would eat ghost chicken? (laughs) I'm thinking about it. I'm really thinking about it. The ghost chicken with her face massage. She's like, all right, ghost food, ghost massages, ghost therapists. I think I want a ghost hotel and spa. You know, I think I said, it sounds like I'm ready for this experience. Ghost chicken (laughs) and a ghost face massage. Good and good. Uh, (laughs) So (laughs) Colonel Sanders. (laughs) Yeah, I just don't, I don't know. why that's the image i get but like it kind of ruins the spooky factor because it's like him just like happily just walking on out like he owns the place (laughs) he absolutely has a bucket of chicken yeah what's he gonna not have a bucket of chicken so earlier we mentioned that capone had a room that he typically stayed in and that was room 214 and people have felt a presence in this room and people actually think it is al capone that's spooky so let's talk about the stairwell between the third and the fourth floor Lindsay, again, is not going to like this. While walking on the steps, people have reported seeing someone in the reflection of the window. And it's believed to be a man that accidentally fell to his death after going outside on the fourth floor fire escape for a cigarette. And he was the manager of an Elvis impersonator who was staying at the hotel. And from what I understand, he had a few drinks, went outside, he was smoking, and then he accidentally fell and passed away. That's incredibly sad. That really is. But I just can't imagine. I don't know. Reflections get to me. Like, I don't like mirrors in haunted places. I don't want to see a reflection of someone standing behind me. Never. Or I don't even want to see my own reflection sometimes. <laughs> in the, oh, no, what was the closet called? Something wooden. Oh, uh, suspiciously wooden. Yes. Yeah. I don't want any mirrors in suspiciously wooden closets. I don't want any of it. Mm-mm, no. Uh, another story that Jay tells on some of the tours is that I bet we could get a shirt that said, <laughs> or some type of product that's all wood and just, it's just wood print and it's just suspiciously wooden. <laughs> so fucking dumb. Don't mind me. <laughs> I'm over myself. I'm over myself. <laughs> so another story that Jay has told is that there's a jazz musician by the name of David Stevens who had stayed there and shared his story with Jay. When David went to walk back to his room one night, he heard a bunch of parties going on in the rooms as he passed by to go to his room. So he's probably like, I want to go to bed. These people are crazy. They're loud. 
He gets back to his room and he's woken up three times that night hearing a woman's voice in what sounded like his living room area of his room. I don't like that. So he gets up and he's like, who the hell's in my room? No one's there. The next day he woke up and when he was talking about it with the staff, he learned that he was actually the only guest staying on that floor that night. So all these like parties and everything that he was hearing were not happening. Oh, I don't like that. Like ghost parties? No, I don't like any parties. <laughs> the seriousness of what I like, my intense stare at Amanda. I mean it. Fine. Fine. Amanda is dragging me through this episode. I'm like, what if we talked about something else? But you want something else? Per Olivia. No. Oh. Also, we had several tangents this episode. Again. Half episode, half tangent. Stay past the credits to listen to nonsense. It's quality nonsense. So the hotel seems to lean into their spirited guests. We've brought it up before, but they have a ghost tour. It looks like there's some details on their website, but you have to either call or go to the front desk to book it. There's even something in like their packages that they call a paranormal tour package. I think it's just that you get to stay in a fancy room and that you have two tickets to the ghost store because I explored it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. We're doing all of it. We're doing everything. Done and done. And they've even had the sci-fi series Ghost Hunters come to do an investigation. And it aired in 2013. I was trying to pull this episode and everywhere I looked for like that particular season was like not available online anymore. So I'm like, okay, never mind. Thank you. Interesting. Yeah. But overall, it seems like the hotel, almost in every area of the hotel, there's something that goes on or someone's reported something. I did reach out to the hotel and their email address on their website bounced the email back to me. So I tried another way and haven't heard back yet. But if they do respond, we'll definitely include an update at some point. Yeah. So we already kind of answered this question. Would you want to stay there? Yeah, I'm staying there. Look, and spa, ghost massage ghost chicken no ghost parties no ghost parties that's where she draws the line that's where i draw the line (laughs) so now that we have like our official start to our series of spooky travel destinations right should we add this to our list of when we're uh what did you say we were going to be spooky travel agents eventually we'll just be a star on the map yeah this goes (laughs) on the this goes on our bus tour perfect love it can't wait hoping next year we will be able to visit this place Yes, yes, I'm excited. I'm actually going to be in Kansas City soon. And so I wanted to stop here, but now I'm like, hmm, should I wait? Should I go twice? Are you going to drink some magic water? I'm going to oh, <laughs> send you some magic water. <gasps> Maybe the magic water will undo your curse. Oh. Amanda's mm-hmm. eyes lit up. <laughs> I'm just going <laughs> to lay in Dip it your whole like fucking body. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're like, where is she? She's still in the fucking river. She's trying to undo that curse. She's... <laughs> She's putting in the work. Seriously, though, I think I talked about it a couple weeks ago about setting up a pool. And then last night, it all went to shit. Everything's wrong. Everything. Yeah. So one thing I want to bring up is our third anniversary is coming up in October. And we're stoked. The last two years, we have done listener stories in our anniversary episode, and we want to do it again. So if you do have a creepy, spooky, weird story that you want to tell us about, head to our website. We have a form that you can fill out. You can remain anonymous if you want or put your name. If it's someone else's story, just make sure to get permission from them. You can submit your story 
in writing. Or if you want to be on our show, you can record yourself saying your story and send it to us. And we'd be happy to include you. If you do mess up during your, as I'm messing up now, if you mess up saying your story, we will happily edit it for you because we do it all the time. It's true. It's true. So true. I mean, if you've listened after the outro, you've witnessed it. You've been a part you've of it. You've witnessed a lot. <laughs> They've seen some shit. You've shared this experience <laughs> with us. Lastly, if you are enjoying the show, head to Apple Podcasts or If you don't have an Apple device on your computer, you can download iTunes and do it this way. But leave us a review. If you do, we'd be happy to send you a sticker as a thank you. And a special thank you to everyone that's done it so far. We appreciate you so much. Also, we're in the middle of revamping our website. So if you haven't checked it out lately, head to truecreeps.com. We have some new merch up there. We have our Patreon up there. All kinds of fun stuff. Yeah, yeah. We're excited. Our new website will also hopefully be a little easier. (laughs) <laughs> to use yeah. and a little easier to navigate is enough yeah i'm excited me too well with that have a great weekend thanks for creeping with us thanks for listening and as always a special thank you to our patrons who support us via patreon please see the link in our show notes to learn more about how you yes you can begin to haunt the dump guard vortexes or even become a scorching sasquatch Also in our show notes, you can find the link to our website, more information on our sources, our social media handles, and our merch store. We'd love for you to keep creeping with us. So if you like this episode, please subscribe, rate, review, and share the show with your fellow creeps and or ghosts. I beg of you. (laughs) Now I wonder, like, what do our names say about us? We're not bougie property owners. My maiden name was Shanklin, which I thought it was English from the Isle of Wight because there is a Sh- like Shanklin area there, but it's actually Scottish from, and it was like Shank land, which is like where my ancestors lived. And I don't know why it was Shank, but just that it was, but that we're descendants of McGregor's. Hmm. I know a lot. I don't know why I got into it. Ancestry, baby. So what kind of property would you own? Not a bougie hotel. What would it be? I mean, I guess a knife store. I like that. Shanklin, you know? Yeah. But like, also, my last name is Charlock. Now, my married name. And like Shanklin, there's other Shanklins in the area where I live. And like, I've encountered other Shanklins. There's another Lindsay Shanklin in the world, which I thought was interesting, who we had like some interesting parallels in our lives. Ooh, did your doppelganger get away? We both were in student Congress (laughs) in high school. We both played tennis in high school. We're both lawyers. And she had a cat named Harry. Don't ask why I know this much. Obviously, we're taking this out. (laughs) (laughs) No, we're leaving it in. (laughs) If you've been stalked by Lindsay Shanklin. (laughs) Look, she's also a little bit older than me, but I just find it fascinating. There's like... Is she, though? Parallels. Ooh, maybe. I don't know. (laughs) Uh, But Charlick, there's barely anybody with the last name Charlick. Like, I searched my company directories, and I'm like the only one in massive companies. And I don't know any others that aren't related to Ben. This is definitely going in the back of the episode. I just remembered and now I kind of feel awful about it. But it's been weeks. But we received an unknown package in the mail. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> I how did we forget about this? How did I we not bring this up? It was amazing. <laughs> what a I think I was having a bad day and that was just like a really like good highlight. I like guffawed when I saw this. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, okay. So we have a running joke that we all call my husband very old. Like, he just loves old people things, right? <laughs> and, and by old people things, she means history. History, yeah, yeah. History channel, weather channel, that's him. Uh, no, but one of my friends loves to sign him up for old people things. Like, for the longest time, he was getting, and I guess AARP is for everyone now, but he was getting ARP things. I am a car carrying member. But also, like, funeral home things oh, and, no. like, Medicare and, like, what are you going to do when you die? Like, do you want to pick your plot of land things? Great. Like, he was getting Super. all of this all the time. And, uh, so we get this mysterious package in the mail and it said something senior living. And so immediately he's like, who did this? And he's like, ask her. And I asked her it wasn't. And he's like, it must have been Benji and Lindsay. So I ask them before he opens it and they're like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Cause we also like, we weren't in on this, like Mike's an old man thing. So it wouldn't have even occurred to me to send him <laughs> that anyway. No, it does. Everyone should. But we're like, okay, well, I guess let's open it. And he opens it. And apparently, Mike has one like best senior living facility. <laughs> Which I don't understand. There's another there is another Mike Mednansky, right? Yes. So what we did is we're like, okay, what the hell is this? Because it's like a it's a plaque. And I'm like, this place actually exists. So we need to actually drop that off. So sorry, random place that I forget the name of. But it was addressed to him. And apparently, when we were looking at like the shipping for it, it was rerouted to us. Like it was addressed to this place. And they're like, no, no, no. We know the one over here gets packages all the time. So oh, yeah. Like this is, this is the old it. man. This is the old Mike Mednansky over here. Yes. You sent it to the wrong address. <laughs> so it got rerouted here. But now we have like this plaque for a senior living facility with my husband's name on it. Amazing. And, uh, I totally forgot. It's like sitting in our entryway, still packaged up because I'm like, oh, when I go out that way to Phoenix, I'll drop it off. But like, I don't go out there very often. That's very fair. But yeah, so he has someone with the same name. And now that person has won an award that got delivered here for a senior living facility. So, okay, so, so is that what your name would be known for? Is a senior living facility? Apparently. Apparently, yeah, that has to be it. That's not we have We have plaques. Oh. that say that we Ooh. are the number one senior living facility so <laughs> it was yeah i mean otherwise what what nationality is Mednansky? it's slavic hmm. so the hotel like many others changed hands over the years i'm just joking i'm sorry <laughs> i'm sorry my dying interrupted you <clears throat> <laughs> how dare you <laughs> She gave me like a stank eye because I called. I'm sorry, I ma'am. What happened? I looked over like, are you trying to say something? Are you mad that it changed hands over the years? What's going on? No, no, I'm just coughing because I. She wants my that husband. Van Buren guy or whatever to have it forever. Oh. He, he was long dead by this point. Okay. Long dead, <laughs> not short dead. Long dead. What a real silly gift mood. This is why we do our serious episodes first when we record, and then we do a secondary episode when we have to build some episodes up, because otherwise we have a goofy mood when we're talking about serious things. It's true. It's true. So now that we know the history and that there was a lot that changed throughout the years, let's talk about our favorite topic, the ghosts. Before we move on, though, I do want to say I had the perfect segue and you ruined this. I'm sorry. <laughs> 
I can tell when I, my silly, goofy mood of man is just like, I can't. <laughs> she, she puts her hand on her head and like looks down. She can't look at me when she's like trying to work herself up to say something and like a not laughing thing. You're wrong. I have to minimize her. <laughs> <laughs> There's no minimizing me, I baby. Can't look at her. <laughs> she pops back up somehow. I have been bit by an exotic animal. What kind? A savannah monitor. Is it a lizard? Mm-hmm. Are they big boys? They are. And I was told, just try not to move, because if you pull your hand out, it's going to rip. Oh, no worries. No worries. I was just like, okay, I'll I'll be here now. No, no, no. Buy the bucket, the place that you're like, I need to go investigate Oh, my gosh. This. Okay, so this is going to be at the end of the episode. But when I went to visit Amanda... We were going somewhere. I think we were going to a frozen yogurt place. And we drove into a shopping center. And they were like, oh, there's a restaurant right there called Buy the Bucket. And I was like, what is that? And they were like, oh, they sell spaghetti by the bucket. And I was like, I have to go in there. I have to. (laughs) And so, no, we couldn't answer your questions thoroughly enough. And you're like, well, I'll find out myself because we had never been there before. I don't understand why. Okay, you go in. Your options are salad or spaghetti with meatballs. You get a bucket of whichever one you want. And they have one, they have two sizes of buckets. What a, what an idea. What a, just buy the bucket. A bucket of spaghetti. I don't know. <laughs> no, she full on got out of the car though. Like, cause she was asking questions. She's like, what is that? And we're like, oh, they sell spaghetti by the bucket. I've seen them on Facebook, but I don't know. And she's like, well, like, what's it like? Like, what's it look like? I'm like, I don't know. Well, what are their prices? I don't know. She's like, you know what? I'm going to go figure this out. And she like gets out of the car. Oh, I did. And goes into the establishment. They were so pleasant. I took a menu. It was $19.99 for a whole bucket of pasta with meatballs and a salad. I think you even got garlic bread. This is not an ad for Buy the Bucket, but it kind of is. We didn't but eat it, it so be. I don't know. Buy the Bucket, do you want to sponsor us? We'll take it. But, I mean, look, <laughs> you're telling – look, Amanda, I don't understand how you have lived near Buy the Bucket for this long and haven't gone inside. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You should be sorry. <laughs> it's just – what a concept. They were like, we don't even need – they're like, we're not going to put a lot of thought into this. We're just going to name this restaurant after the container we're going to put the food in. Done and done. <laughs> what a bit of time. I guess I have to go there one day. Yeah, you do. You do. Damn it. Sorry. I, I saw something and it caught my eye. We've been – another tangent. We've been talking about the Grimace Shake so much lately. Not Not in our episodes, but just like – the wild ride it's been online yes of what people have done and someone posted dark times ahead and a mcdonald's has a picture that says we are out of the grimace shake syrup and are unable to serve it it's not available from our distribution center and we are unable to confirm if it will be coming back at this time we are sorry we apologize for any inconvenience i saw a tiktok from a girl who works at like a park and she was like can you please stop doing this grimace viral tiktok video thing because there's fucking grimace shake everywhere and i only have so long to clean this space and it has her just hosing off purple fucking milkshake no clean up after yourselves yeah yeah i mean like i understand you're like oh it's like a road or like whatever but like someone's cleaning that off if you're at a park doing that so clean clean up after yourself yeah but like this poor woman she's cleaning it off of like fucking walls and all over the place in this park and if you don't know what we're talking about, people take a sip of the milkshake and then they act like they're dead in some way. And so there's mm-hmm. shake everywhere. It's amazing. I wish somehow we could see what McDonald's marketing is thinking of this. Like, 
They're like, oh, this is innocent and fun. It's one of our characters that everyone knows. It's his birthday. And then they're like, holy fuck, what did we do? Like, this is this is what happened. I just need you to know that, like, Gen Z is full on feral. Once you release something into their hands, you don't know what they'll do to it. So, like, you just have to hope for the best. I mean, people are buying the shake. You're welcome, McDonald's. You know, like, take what you can get. And also, if you don't want people to think weird things about Grimace, it's Grimace. I think we've talked about Grimace before. One might say he's a nightmare creature. (laughs) One might say that, yes. One might say that. Mike. (laughs) He'll never know because he doesn't listen. Uh, (laughs) He caught up. Did he? Anytime we have a long drive, he makes me listen to it. And I'm like, I don't want to listen to myself. Oh, I absolutely. Ben's like, do you want to listen? I'm like, absolutely not. I don't want to do that. I nap. I'm not a good car friend because I nap. That Look, do what you got to do. But we have actually talked about Grimace on this. What episode was it? Oh, my God. We talked about Grimace for some reason. We talked about we, we talked about him. We talked about his uncle, Uncle O'Shaughnessy. He's green. There's a green and purple grimace. And we were like, how fortuitous. <laughs> I don't know what the context was. I don't I know. I don't know what the context you. is anymore for anything. But yeah, the, the grimace shake fiasco was hilarious. And even Oliver had to join in. He's like, can we make a video? Oh, my God. His video is very cute. Have you have you posted <laughs> it to posted the internet it, no. yet? No, I probably should. He'll get mad if I don't. Yeah, he needs his followers to know. <laughs> but like, I'm searching our outlines like it's going to say grimace, but like, it's oh, not no, I think it was a like, nonsense. Tangent it was an we absolute fucking loot tangent. Look, if you know which episode the grimace is in, we'll send you a sticker. <laughs> Whoever tells us first and is right, we'll send you a sticker. <laughs> okay, I waited for you to take a bite. Why am I taking a bite? It's because these fucking cinnamon sugar pretzels are in front of me, and they're so fucking good. I just need to get them away from my face. So I'm just munching and crunching. Weird shit at the end. So as more and more people came to visit, the area became more developed. And in 1888, the original Elms Hotel. The original. <laughs> I'm laughing because I went, Elms Hotel. All that Baltimore, baby. That's going to be the best. <laughs> it's like we used to just like delete all of our bloopers and it would just be funny to us. And I'm glad that we now like when we fuck up, it just goes at the end. So. It, it's humbling. 